Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the Lesson 152. The power of decision is my own. Boy, did I have a powerful experience with lesson 151 and review the review lessons 140 through 150 really just that 141 through 150 that my mind holds only what I think with God that thought my mind holds only what I think with God has succeeded in populating my consciousness it's just it's catching me off guard. I'm, I'm, there's like, there are these ego rants I'm wanting to go on. There are these hateful tirades. Do you go on a hateful, hateful, hateful tirades? I think it's a tirade. Hateful rants I want to go on. And about, you know, politics or whatever, this or that, or, you know, some crap that's happening in the world. And, the thought my mind holds only what I think with God just comes in and hijacks it. It just takes over. It just catches me. It's like this very gentle, very loving, very powerful slap across the face saying, no, stop that. Stop that. You silly ego. Stop that and come home to me. Come home to HS. Come home to HP, Holy Spirit, higher power, G-O-D, H-S-H-P-G-O-D whatever you want to call it. It's really beautiful stuff. And as I've mentioned, I, I had this transcendent moment in the parking lot of the grocery store the other day. And that was beautiful too. And the stuff is like subtle, not subtle, subtle, not subtle. So thanks to everyone who's listening. Oh, by the way, I realized that I was giving a shout out to, uh, not really, <laughs> I wasn't giving a shout out. I was referring to this this woman, Elizabeth Holmes, who was beginning her prison sentence. She began it yesterday. I was, um, ref, you know, saying that she needs compassion and that she's just a crazy little ego. And she is, but let's not overstep the compassion for all of the people that she defrauded. So they're also, their egos also need plenty of compassion. So we don't want to only extend our Course in Miracles compassion for the the sociopaths and the criminals and the prisoners of the world. We, of course, want to extend our compassion towards those who were victimized, right? So I sent a video to my friend Greg about this. There's this video that Ken Wapnick made. Ken Wapnick's videos are amazing. I've talked about them before, but it's this video where he's talking about using non-duality is like a defense and it's the video where he's i've mentioned this not in a while but on this podcast i have mentioned it where he says don't go pulling a course in miracles so you know he's like the course in miracles dude will be at a funeral dressed in bright red and singing jubilantly that somebody's died because it's all an illusion it's not real it's death is not real Life is eternal. It's all an illusion. Why would I be sad? He's like, don't pull a course in miracles. We don't want to be that type of course in miracles students. And I've brought up my friend, my friend who during COVID was going, who's a handyman who's going into people's homes without a mask during COVID. These people are, this is in Chicago where everybody's like, it's very leftist in Chicago. So everybody's especially terrified of COVID. And COVID's a real thing. I'm not, 
I never downplayed the seriousness of COVID at all, but, but he's going into their, he's going into their homes without a mask and saying, what, what, it's an illusion. It's just an illusion. I don't, I, God didn't create COVID, so it's not real. He's like inside the house is someone who's, grandmother just died or mother just died or who <laughs> spouse just died. It's just an illusion. It's not real. That's what we, we don't want to do that. Don't be that kind of a course in miracle student, right? So yes, we have compassion for Elizabeth Holmes. Do we condone what her ego did? Of course we don't. So anyway, lesson 52 so be a Course in Miracles student. Don't be, a, don't be one of those Course in Miracles students. Pull Course in Miracles all over the place, but don't pull a Course in Miracles. You get what I'm saying? Get where I'm looking. Okay, lesson 152. The power of decision is my own. No one can suffer loss unless it be his own decision. No one suffers pain except his choice elects this state for him. No one can grieve, nor fear, nor think him sick unless these are the outcomes that he wants. And no one dies without his own consent. So that would be a classic example of, of a course of, pulling a course of miracles. You see somebody, somebody dies and you say, well, he must have consented to it because it says in the course, Lesson 152, that nobody dies without his consent. So maybe he deserved it. We don't want to do that. Don't be that kind of course in miracles student. Don't pull a course in miracles. Nothing occurs but represents your wish, and nothing is omitted that you choose. In other words, I'm going to say it again. Don't get carried away with this stuff. Here is your world complete in all details. Here is its world. Here is its whole reality for you, and it is only here salvation is. You may believe that this position is extreme and too inclusive to be true. Yet can truth have exceptions? If you have the gift of everything, can loss be real? Can pain be part of peace or grief of joy? Can fear and sickness enter a mind where love and perfect holiness abide? Truth must be all-inclusive if it be the truth at all. Accept no opposites and no exceptions, for to do so is to contradict the truth entirely. Salvation is the recognition that the truth is true and nothing else is true. This you have heard before, but may not yet accept both parts of it. Without the first, the second has no meaning. But without the second, the first no longer true. Truth cannot have an opposite. This cannot be too often said and thought about. For if what is not true is true as well as what is true, for what if, for if what is not true is true as well as what is true, then part of truth is false and truth has lost its meaning. Nothing but the truth is true, and what is false is false. So kind of some of that Courts and Miracles word salad. Check it out. Lesson 152. Read through it in your book. Wrap your head around that one. That's some, that's some deep stuff right there. But basically what it's saying is that there's truth exists, none, untruth does not. This is the simplest of distinctions, yet the most obscure, but not because it is a difficult distinction to perceive. It is concealed behind a vast array of choices that do not appear to be entirely your own. And thus the truth appears to have some aspects that belie consistency, but do not seem to be but contradictions introduced by you. As God created you, you must remain unchangeable. 
with transitory states by definition false. And that includes all shifts in feeling, alterations in conditions of the body and the mind, in all awareness and in all response. This is the all-inclusiveness which sets the truth apart from falsehood and the false kept separate from the truth as what it is. So beneath all of this cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs feelings and thoughts and crazy ways of being that we have, these automatic ways of being, beneath all of that exists the self with a capital S. Below that exists the truth with a capital T. Is it not strange that you believe you to think you made the world you see is arrogance? God made it not. Or of this you can be sure. What can he know of the ephemeral, the sinful, and the guilty, the afraid, the suffering and lonely, and the mind that lives within a body that must die? You but accuse him of insanity to think he made a world where such things seem to have reality. He is not mad. Yet only madness makes a world like this. To think that God made chaos contradicts his will, invented opposites to truth, and suffers death to triumph over life. All this is arrogance. I'm going to read that again. To think that God made chaos contradicts his will, invented opposites to truth, and suffered death to triumph over life. All this is arrogance. There's a section in the text called the Laws of Chaos. Check it out. Humility would see at once these things and not of him. Wait, read that again. Humility would see at once these things are not of him. And can you see that God created not? And can you see what God created not? Sorry, I'm having problems with my eyes. And can you see what God created not? To think you can is merely to believe you can perceive what God willed not to be. And what could be more arrogant than this? Let us today be truly humble and accept what we have made as what it is. The power of decision is our own. Decide but to accept your rightful place as co-creator of the universe and all you think you made will disappear. What rises to awareness then will be all that there ever was eternally as is now and it will take the place of self-deceptions made but to do but to usurp the altar to the father and the son today we practice true humility abandoning the false pretense by which the ego seeks to prove it arrogant only the ego can be arrogant but truth is humble in acknowledging its mightiness its changelessness and its eternal wholeness, all-encompassing, God's perfect gift to his beloved Son. We lay aside the arrogance which says that we are sinners, guilty and afraid, ashamed of what we are, and lift our hearts in true humility, instead to him who was created, who created us immaculate, like to himself in power and in love. The power of decision is our own, and we accept of him that we are that which we are and humbly recognize the son of God to recognize God's son implies as well that all self-concepts have been laid aside and recognized as false. Their arrogance has been perceived and in humility, the radiance of God's son, his gentleness, his perfect sinlessness, his father's love, his right to heaven and release from hell are joyously accepted as our own. 
Now do we join in glad acknowledgement that lies are false and only truth is true. We think of truth alone as we arise and spend five minutes practicing its ways, encouraging our frightened minds with this. The power of decision is my own. This day I will accept myself as my Father's will created me to be. Then we will wait in silence, giving up all self-deceptions, as we humbly ask ourselves that, that he reveal himself to us, and he would never left and he who never left will come again to our awareness, grateful to restore his home to God as it was meant to be. In patience, wait for him throughout the day and hourly invite him with the words with which the day began, concluding it with the same invitation to yourself. God's voice will answer, for he speaks to you and for your father. He will substitute the peace of God for all your frantic thoughts, the truth of God for self-deceptions, and God's Son for your illusions of your self. So, spend five, you say the prayer, the power of decision is my own, this day I will accept myself as what my Father's will created me to be. And then you chill for five minutes on the couch, maybe on the floor in the lotus position, maybe there's a nice stretch of highway you're driving and there won't be any traffic and you can just sort of zone out with that thought or that prayer. However, you're going to spend five minutes with that prayer or with the thoughts that result, that come as the result of saying that prayer or result from that prayer. And you're going to listen. And the, the more committed you are to this stuff, the clearer the voice for God becomes in your consciousness. Thanks again for listening. This is the Course in Miracles podcast. By the way, I said I, I gave the wrong, I said that we only had like another 13 episodes to the halfway point. That was wrong. It's like 25. I was thinking 160 is half of 365. It's actually, you know, 180. So, we have a little bit longer till we get to the halfway point, but we are definitely making major progress. You are making major progress. I also gave an inaccurate, um, I said that uh, attack is made upon an enemy, that that was a text from, a quote from the text. The quote from the text is actually that attack is made upon a stranger. So in other words, when you are angry at somebody, it's not the real them that you're angry at. If somebody you know, does something horrible like defrauds investors or murders somebody and you are angry at that person and judging that person, you're actually angry at the enemy because it, at, at an, at a, not an enemy, a stranger, because it was not their true self that did that. It was not their God-connected self that did that. It was the part of them that is separate from God that did that. And that's what made it not real. Again, we don't want to pull Course in Miracles numbers when this sort of thing happens, right? So that's kind of a fun way to play with this stuff. Right? So thanks again for listening. I will talk to you next time on the Course of Miracles podcast. Bye-bye.